Hey there, Fat Guy Forum fans. A huge Happy New Year as we enter 2022. And I'm excited that you're still listening to the show. If you'd like to support us, you can do a couple of things. First, if you're an Apple user or you use Spotify, you can rate and review the podcast there to get us in front of more people. Also, you can use the support links in the show notes to purchase products, get a discount for yourself, generate some income for the show, or you can join the Patreon. And there's some cool stuff coming with the Patreon I will be announcing very soon. I know I've said it before, but this time it's really happening. So I'm just excited for all that's to come in this year. Thank you so much for being a part of this adventure. And on to the show. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Fat Guy Forum. This is your host, Gourmet, and I am happy to be with you once again, bringing you the story of another gentleman who I have connected with. This time, I, I we're... We're as far apart as possible physically, but I'm excited we're going to get to have a, a conversation together with me today. I'm in California. He's in the UK. I have Jonathan Hutchin. Jonathan, how are you doing today? I'm good, mate. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. It's morning for me. It's evening for you. Let's. let's yeah, I'm just getting. I've just had a shower. I'm getting into my PJs, ready for bed soon. There we go. You're fresh. You're fresh from the gym, so you should have a I'm good fresh. pump on to, for us to talk. I'm excited yeah. for it, man. I'm fresh. Fresh there, today. <laughs> there we go. So let's get into it, man. Tell us, what qualifies you to be on the Fat Guy Forum? So January last year, uh, I weighed 560 pounds, uh, 40 stone. Um, and I've been looking at getting into some sort of diet routine for quite a while. Um, always stopped and started. And then on the 17th of January last year, I used to watch um, some videos of a guy that runs a gym near me, and he used to do some like daily videos, um, and they're called Barnsley Barbell, where I'm from. And um, I remember, I can go remember as far back as maybe like October, September, the year before 2020, and I'd be like cooking tea in the kitchen, and my wife would say to me, why are you watching these videos and you're not doing anything about it? <clears throat> and I always replied to her and said, I always did have it in my heart, but my head just wouldn't do it. And I always said, I'll, I'll do it, I'll do it. Um, and what happened was, uh, 17th of January, I remember watching a video and I'd, I'd gone to direct messaging uh, and I'd, I'd done this about three or four times previous. Um, and when I wrote the message out to him, I'd, I'd delete the message because I'd, I'd fear it'd like overcome me, you know, to do it. Um, but this time, on the 17th of January last year, I wrote the message out to him and I've got big fingers. So I'd, I'd, I'd gone to hold the delete button down and accidentally sent him the message. And to the day, up to now, it's been the best mistake I've ever made. Well, um, so, and I, I, I so, love that. I love, I love that kind of serendipity of that happening. But yeah, let's, that's, I, let's, I honestly did not mean to send yeah. that message. And, and I, I want to get into kind of what happened then for you, man. But let's let's talk first because 560 pounds, 40 stone doesn't doesn't happen overnight. You know, you don't wake up one no. day at that size. Like, where did it all start for you? Were you a big kid growing up? Did it come on you later in life? Like, take us take us yeah. into your past. So I, I yeah, so I, I'd always been on, on bigger side, um, and then I remember being I can't remember exact figures, but I remember being uh, I think when I was about 21, I, I weighed about. Um, I, can, I think I can remember being about 27 stone. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I, I got a job working on the doors in my local town. And I got training with somebody at the gym. And I, I managed, in about 
12 months, I managed to get down to 17 stone. But I always remember thinking, when I think back now as to what I was doing then to what I do now, it was it was just literally, I didn't really eat anything. Um, and obviously, that's probably one of the reasons why when, I, when I've got managed to get down to that, I think I got down to about 17 and a half stone. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing. So that's probably the reason why over time I've managed to put all the weight back on. And what... And first, a, a side note for anyone listening who isn't familiar with stone, if, if your fingers aren't Googling, uh, one stone is 14 pounds. So, and we're going to, we're not going to make Jonathan or I do the math. You do the, you do the math out there, a little homework for you guys listening. Yeah, I do, but, ap I do apologize because <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we're from, it's like stone and pounds. Oh yeah, so I do no, apologize no need to apologize. People listen, I was, yeah. I was in the, the top 10 podcasts in Malaysia for a week. I don't know why I was, you know, I'm all over the, this, this podcast gets all over the world. So no worries about that, man. And so. But what do you think, because even getting down, you know, being in the, the 20s stone-wise and getting down to se around 17 and then getting to 40, like, what was it your relationship with food? Like, what do you think got you to the point you were when you were that big? Well, to be fair, I think from, um, I think I've always liked food. I've always enjoyed food. Um, but obviously, I think over the years, uh, I just, I genuinely think I got addicted to it. Um, and and I'll probably go as far as to say I would dare say I, I'm still quite addicted now to it, but I've managed to curb. I've managed to get to an happy balance where I can manage to curb it. Um, but I think probably the last I'd probably say twelve months. I do. I'd maybe not at the time. I would have admitted it, but I think now I'm in a better place. I'd probably say I was on the depressed side, probably. Um, but. Um, it's I, I, I like I think a lot of I think it's one of them things as well where when I look back now like a lot of stuff I, like I wouldn't admit so um, like I could come home from work and I'd call to the shop on, way, on my way home and, and I'd eat something and then I'd get home and have a tea on top but you, you're like in denial as to what you've had on your way home do you know what I mean you've probably obviously had that before probably yeah well and let's and life isn't you know there's a difference between putting on a couple pounds and, and being 40 stone, being 560 pounds, like was, was there a point where you, you feel like you just felt overwhelmed by it all and gave up or, you know, what was life really like for you when you were that big? Yeah. I mean, it, it was tough. Um, I mean, like towards end, uh, I mean, like even my wife had to like put my socks on sometimes in the morning. Uh, mobility weren't the best. Obviously I think once you get in that rut of, feeling crap and uh, feeling low no energy you kind of use food to bring you up and then you just come back down because you feel crap again and i think i got into that i think i got into that rut of just feeling like that or just using food as an excuse to be fair um and and at time like i say i think it's only really the last i'll probably say maybe only the last couple of months where i, I kind of can admit that now do you know and i don't mind admitting it whereas before i'd be like in total denial about it denial no for sure and had like you, you mentioned your what what your wife said to you when you would watch the videos like had had people expressed concern to you before about your size was it was it just something you didn't talk to people about like what was that yeah like? so i think i've always been like a, a big guy and like i think i got the, like everybody like like for the last few years, everybody just called me like Big Popper, and I think I just roll with it, you know, like when you get that demeanor. Um, and 
you just kind of become that sort of person. But obviously, back of my head, like I say, I think my heart wanted to do something, but my head wouldn't go with with it. Um, and then, obviously, like I say, that then when I reached out to the guy last year, once I'd committed, once I committed that message, and I thought there's no there's no going back now. And obviously, from then on, um, obviously we've managed. I'm I'm, I'm at like three oh one now. So we've lost like 18, 18 and a half stone I've lost. Which is incredible. And what, so you sent that message and I'm sure there was that little bit of panic of like, you know, oh crap, I sent the message this time. Like it actually oh, went yeah. through to him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Once that message, once that message uh, come on my inbox is red, I started sweating. Mm-hmm. Um, and what did and happen? I even, so what happened was, uh, so we are good mates now, me and Pete. Uh, well, we're quite good mates to be fair. And um what happened was, uh, he messaged me back and just said, well, what can I help you with? And I thought, I've got to message him back now. I can't just ignore him. So, uh, obviously, threw him back a, couple, a few messages. Um, I Basically, it was obviously through COVID. Uh, it was doing like an online, it basically was like a 28-day online program uh, where like you had to log in your food every day. Uh, your steps, your water, everything like that. And obviously, have, have a look over it and make sure there's anything that you wanted. And I remember, obviously, when you're when you're that sort of big, you, you, there's everything that you think's negative, you, you never think anything positive. So he messaged me back and said, "I'll add you to this group where you'll send your calories in every day." And obviously, because me being me at the time, I I just thought everybody's going to know how much I weigh because they're going to kind of work out my calories. As to what I weighed, kind of thing. That's how that's how cra- that's how crazy it was. Just because that's how you think as a big person. Uh, so I even I even tried to get out of it, um, and said, "Oh no, it's not for me. This I can't post my my um, my daily things into this into this group." And I think deep down he knew that I was serious about obviously committing to this program. So he even bent the rules for me. And he said, look, if you're not happy with that, send them to me private. Um, and so, like, this, like I, I even tried to get out of that. And obviously, like I said at the time, we're just, like, thinking about it. I mean, it feels like it were a long time ago, but looking back, I mean, we were only talking, like, 18 months ago when it happened. Um, and he even said, um, obviously, like, he sent me through, the, 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 this, um, like, the programme and stuff. And I thought... Like I was looking at this program, thinking it's it's against everything what I've done before. Do you know, like in in terms of like dieting and stuff. Because when I, when I tried to diet before, it were either I were either like an all or nothing person. So I'd literally cut everything out what what I would think's bad. So like I'd have no chocolate, no crisps. Um, literally probably maybe last two weeks and then cave in and just absolutely just raid everything. Um, whereas this thing that come through it, were like you can still eat what you want just in moderation and I thought this it can't be I, I genuinely just thought to myself this cannot be right um so like and then he even he even messaged me and said if you do not get any results I will give you your money back so my in my head I was just thinking I'll give this guy this money and I'll just get my money back at the end of the month that's how crazy I, I thought of it um and then I think like in I think I've got it wrote down on my phone. Let me just have a quick look. I think in like three weeks, I'd lost like two and a half stone or something. I thought, Jesus, like just, but once, once you trust the process, 
because uh, obviously I just thought to myself, this cannot, this this diet, this cannot be a diet. And then obviously, once you see the results, you just keep it up. Yeah. And what was that first couple of weeks like for you mentally, man? Like knowing, you know, how you, you know, what the the role that food had played in your life and what you had used it for, you know, to making change. Like what, what was, what was that kind of like from the mental side for you now when you look back on it? Um, if I'm being totally honest with you, I think because because of that, where it was it was it was like a it, it was like a mind shift change as to so I I just used it as like like a banker. So basically, I had a certain amount of money to spend a day, and because I knew that I could have like say a big bar of chocolate, but and I knew I could have that, but because I knew I could have it. I didn't want it. It's weird. It, it was like a, it were a weird mind shift change, and and I'd I'd think to myself, well, I can I can have that if I want to, but I'd rather make I'd rather make a full meal instead. And I think that's how I got round um, that sort of fact of, of of the diet bit. And instead of having a big bar of chocolate, literally for the last eighteen months, I've had a two finger Kit Kat every day, orange one, and that's my fix every day mm-hmm. that I have. Well, I think that makes sense. Like, it's that whole idea of realizing, you know, especially I, I love that metaphor of, of looking at it as a banker, because if you have this certain amount of calories to spend a day and you realize, OK, I could spend it all on a big bar of chocolate or I could have this meal that is probably going to fill me up more. You know, it's going to have more volume, is going to have more flavor to it, is going to be a different experience. Like when you're oh, able- and I think more volume as well. That was, oh, so yeah, I've, always exactly. been, I've always been like a big eater. So like for me. <laughs> Um, just the fact of, yeah, like, and I think it was, it was, I think it goes back to the saying, like, do you know, like when you tell a baby they can't have something, they just want it more, don't they? So when you know that you can have it, um, you just kind of think, well, I can have that, but I'd rather have that instead because I'll feel fuller and it's a better meal. And I think also that thing of the first couple of weeks when you go from literally, like, I were waking up on the morning, I'd have nine hours sleep, probably up every two hours for the toilet because I was weaned that much. Um, I, I could have a nine-hour sleep and literally go back to bed for another eight hours. I, I, I couldn't get out of bed. Uh, I didn't have no motivation. I didn't have no drive to go to work. Um, like, And then obviously once that two-week cycle kind of kicked in and where I had more energy, like my skin got better, uh, my mood lifted, like I, I, I mean, I, I were in a bad mood all the time. Uh, and, and once you start seeing the benefits... Like, I just think to myself, like I just said, once you see the results coming, like the biggest motivator is yourself. Oh, for sure. And that's something I think is important for people to hear. Like when you're, especially when you're the size that you were, you know, which is very similar to the size I was at my heaviest. Like when you start to make even some of these smaller changes, you see some dramatic results, you know, right? You start, especially when things have been that dark and bad, you know, energy wise yeah. and how you're feeling. I mean, it's- when yeah, you... I mean it's yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you yeah, go I ahead. mean like obviously like you you've been there like it's very very hard to to explain to somebody the feeling of um obviously like being that heavy on top of like a little bit of depression and feeling low moods and stuff. It's it's hard to explain. But, and it's obviously once you've been there, you know it's 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 a, it's an hard process to get out of. And when you and it's it's fine. I I really think it's it's. 
it's finding that ability to, cause like in a lot of ways, you know, when you're, when you're significantly overweight, you're like the immovable object, you know, you're the stone at the top of the hill and it's, it's finding that, that push to get the stone rolling. And then the benefits start coming, you know, the, the momentum picks up like that really well, is, I, is powerful. I think, I think, I think for me, I think I lost all hope in myself. I'll be honest with you. But I think what I needed is the, the question, what you asked me before about the people mentioned about my weight and stuff. So like, obviously like my mum and, and my wife used to, they didn't sort of like drive it home. My mum did more than my wife. Obviously comments were made. And, and to be fair, I did know myself I needed to do something about it. But I think when somebody close to you tells you or one of your friends tell you, obviously it, it, it just makes you go the other way. I don't know if you had the same same thing. Um, like if, if, some, if my mum or my wife said to me, like, you need to lose weight, that for me, I'd just be like, I'd eat more food. I don't know if you had that same problem or issues, but I feel like because because I met this this Pete and I kind of put the responsibility of, the responsibility on him, I felt like I took like the weight off my shoulders, and I feel like I didn't believe in myself where he believed in me, and I think that's what helped me overcome. Like I say, it's just getting that stone rolling down the hill once you get once you build momentum then like you 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 fired up no for sure and once that fire started burning how did things progress for you man after that first so month? obviously so i think so yeah so basically i mean literally from when i started i could not the next street on from ours is probably about 100 yards literally and we walk the dogs have never been walked as much in their life at minute uh, we used to walk the dogs do i mean my wife my two kids uh, we used to walk the dogs onto the next estate, which were probably 100 metre away. Literally, I would limp back, holding me back. Uh, they, they would carry on, they'd go up this hill and back round the block, and I'd, I'd have to walk back, and I'd like limp home as if like I'd had like an injury or something. And I, it, used to kill, it used to kill me, but obviously, I mean, like, in three-week time, I'm doing um, Mount Snowden, um, which is obviously for charity. Um, so that's like a big, a big obstacle to overcome for me. Um, and the momentum started, I, I just used to go on like a small walk because at the time, last January, the gyms were still shut. I think they opened, I think on May, April, May time, I think. So my, so my intention when I thought, right, I'm going to shift as much weight as I can until the gyms open. Cause I did used to train when I was younger. Um, and then I thought, right, once the gyms open, um, for me, I train early on the morning while the kids, like we have a 24 hour gym near us. Um, so I train on the morning. Once it's done, I get up on the morning now, like I can live on six hours sleep. I feel good. Get up, go to the gym. It's just out of the way then for the day. Um, but obviously, to start with, I just committed. It's like, some, like I've had a few messages of people like asking me, like, how did you get started and stuff? And I, I always said, just commit small just commit like i just committed myself to three days a week to start with um and then if you don't if you don't make the goalpost too big you'll reach them goals like just have small goals and then obviously now i've worked it up to like i've, I've trained five days a week now which is which is awesome and i, and I think that's a, a smart point for people you know the really the the big thing that happens sometimes i think when people set goals is like they they're they're that person you were you know 40 stones sitting there and they're like, okay, I'm seeing all these people online. They're going to, you know, they're going to the gym. They're doing 10,000 steps a day. They're going to the gym five times a day. I need to do that right away. 
and you you tr- you push yourself to try to do that, and it and you break, and you decide, well, yeah, it didn't it's work. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that achievability, yeah. you know, especially. When you, when you're, go ahead. Yeah, when you when you yeah, sorry, when you, when you're that size, it literally is like it's it is impossible. But I always say, make small goals and make it achievable because. Once you do that, then you don't feel you feel good about yourself. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, achieving goals, you you start to prove to yourself that you can do things. You know, especially if you've been in that that darker place, that depressed place where nothing feels possible. When you do start to see that some things are possible, you're able to then do that and then say, well, what if I go a little bit further tomorrow? You know, what if I do a little bit more next week? Like you find weight. You know, that progression is what it's about. It's not about it's not about day one being 100%. It's about day one being like, okay, where am I at today? Let me do more than I did yesterday. And then let me keep moving that forward. Yeah. It's just, I, I always like to say, like, it's it's getting comfortable, feeling uncomfortable. Um, like, you'll just, you'll set a marker, do that marker, and then set like a, like a slightly bigger marker. And then and eventually, I mean, like, like this time last year, I'll have to admit, there's no way would I be thinking I'd be doing a podcast and I've lost uh, and, and been like 301 pound. I mean, I'm not where I want to be yet. Um, I'm looking at getting to I'm looking at getting to around about 250. Um, so, like, I've got another probably 50, 50 or 60 to lose. Um, but um, I think from people asking me. Um, about getting started, uh, like who've who inboxed me personally, I, I think you'll either, I think you get to a point like me is when it's, um, I think it's 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 easier to change than to stay as as you are. That's probably that's probably how desperate I got. I think. No, that that's uh, that that's a fantastic point. You know that I when it I I think the phrase you hear sometimes is like someone being sick and tired of being sick and tired. Hundred percent, yeah. And so you've, you know, like we know, we know now, you know, from five sixty to three hundred one in a year and a half. Like, yeah. What have been the most dramatic changes in your life? Um, I think just dramatic changes have just been. Um, I think obviously, like food, food, and food, and um, and exercise has been one. Like, um, but instead of just like. We incorporate it so, like, we go out as a family now on walks and stuff. And obviously, um, I think it just helps. Uh, like, we spend more time together as a family, so I think family life's good. Uh, my moods, um, everything just for me is everything's just like <sighs> without sounding cliche, like, everything's just been ticking boxes. Mm-hmm. Well, I- it's it's if it's real, it's not cliche, you know. It, it it sounds like a cliche, but at the end of the day, you know, it's 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 literal, real change. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it is. Yeah, I mean, like, I think when I'm in some desperate the other day about obviously, ah, did you get that big? And one of the things I I, I do think is probably a bit same in America. I mean, it's so easy now to get. Do you know where everything been fast food and stuff? I mean, like literally, you can get everything delivered to your door in the UK. I don't know what it's like in America. 
it's just it's just so easy to it's easier to to eat obviously worse foods than what it is to eat cleaner no it it 100 is and i i think the question comes because for the average person who doesn't struggle with a lot of these issues you know if they put on 10 10 you know they put on a stone put on a stone or two 10 you know 15 20 pounds they think uh, i need to i need to make some change but when you're seeing you know 300 pounds 20 stone you know 30 stone all of the you know 400 pounds like seeing that happen and not making change in their minds it's you know i would I, you know i'd be screaming for, they in their heads they think they'd be screaming for help and i don't think people realize that you know yes there's the ease of access to food and the relationship with food, you know, like that, that addiction that develops and for some people and, and those things, but also you get used to your life the way it is. You know, you get used to being the bigger person. You get used to having to make the adaptations that you have to make when you're that size. Like that becomes your normal. Yeah, I do agree with that. Um, I mean, like this time, I mean, I've always, like I said before, I've, I've, I've I have done diets where I've, I might have, dieted for a month and lost a few stone got into the next size closed down um and i've um this time i just knew it was going to be different um i mean like i i think i've literally i bet i, I bet all the clothes i've thrown away this past 18 months i bet i could have filled the skip because before if i got into like a next size closed down i'd always save my other clothes as for like a rainy day for like a rainy day this time I've just had the pleasure of, well, I've, I've actually given, I don't know if there'll be many, many homeless people as big as what I do, but I have, I have given to charity. Oh, no, I, I had that experience. I had, I had, I had someone, <laughs> I had someone who, a friend of mine who actually worked with at a homeless shelter and yeah. he reached out to me once and he's like, do you have any, he goes, do you have any of your biggest clothes left? He's like, we've got someone here who just is desperate. Do you have anything like, it happens, like you know. Yeah. It, it, well, I, it, so I, being I, able to pass I, that I, on is a good thing. I made a bit of a joke and said that they'd probably be able to cut mine in half and use them as two separate trousers for somebody. So they're like, like two two pair out of one pair. But um, but even looking at giving like that that right there is is something I think people can relate to that idea that you know even when you're even when you're seeing some success there's that part of you is that's so used to the pattern repeating to the success and failure pattern repeating that it's like well. I'm going to hold on to these clothes just in case. And yeah, getting, exactly, yeah. getting rid of them is a big, is a powerful mental step. It is, yeah. I, I, I believe, I mean, like, it's all good saying you've lost the weight I've lost, but I'm a big believer in my, I, I'm a big, I think the, the, one of the main reasons why I, or the biggest reason why I've lost the weight is, is um, mindset, 100%. I think, um, I mean, I'm at a point now where, like, I mean, like the guy I spoke about earlier, um, when I speak to this guy, he's having guys coming up to him who's, who's, who weighs less than me, who, who are like feeling how I felt at 5.60. But it, it sounds crazy, but I'm 301 and, and I feel amazing, me at minute. Like, from, from where I was. So it's hard, it's hard for me to get the grasp of somebody, like somebody who weighs less than me who feels... Who's like who feels like I did at that weight, um, but like I said, for me, a ma- mindset is a big thing. Yeah, well, and that and that speaks to the power of mindset and perspective. 
You know, that person who weighs 300 pounds and they feel lost, you know, is in a different place, is in a a different headspace and even probably in a different place physically knowing the work that you've done, but also like really is in a different place in their mind where, you know, you have been doing this work now and you have been working on not just changing things physically, not just changing what you're eating, but being conscious of that perspective. You know, I, I think the things that you were sharing when you said, you have perspective now on where you were at at 560 that you didn't have when you were there. I think that same thing happens, you know, to almost anyone that struggles with these issues. Looking at kind of, you know, what the struggles were for you on day one, man, like what are the, what are the things that challenge Jonathan now? Like what are, what are the things that you still feel are those, are those blocks you have to move? Um, so if I'm being totally honest, um, I still, so I, 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 how I've set up my structure at the minute is, um, so I've lost that weight in around just over 18 months. But um, in that time, like we, we've, I've probably been on, I've probably said six to seven weeks holidays out of that time. Um, and um, we've had out once, minimum once, sometimes twice a week, because that's what we do as a family. Like I don't, I don't go out drink. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Um, but I think one of the factors I'm trying to get over at minute is like, do you know where you do have that sort of cheat meal? Not a cheat. I don't can't. I don't class it as a cheat meal, but do you know like an higher calorie meal? Like I just feel like the bat in. It's getting over. It's trying to get over the fact of like. Trying not to think it's like a bad habit. Um, that's probably one of my biggest um, challenges at minute. Yeah. Well, it's realizing that. But having, I am getting better. Having, having that meal doesn't define your life yeah. moving forward. You know, I think that happens sometimes. Like people, you know, I, I've said, you know, a couple a couple episodes back, one of the big kind of realizations I had mid conversation with someone was, we spend all this time talking about being on track and off track, and how do I get back on track? And I went off my plan, and I did this, and I did all that. You know, I had a cheat meal, whatever people language people like to use. And you know, the realization for me was that there there's no there aren't fourteen different tracks in front of us. There's just the one track that we're living on. And so if if a meal is above your normal caloric intake is 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 foods that you don't normally have you know whatever it is it's realizing that that's a meal you know putting that into that perspective and realizing that the next meal can be good and it doesn't mean that your habits have changed or you've backslid or any of those things it's a choice you made in that moment and you can move on from it and for whatever reason you made it like and i think sometimes part of i think part of that beating ourselves up over those experiences is that part of us that you know, that, that part of us that we don't like to put out in the sunlight, the part that stays hidden with that wants to go back to that behavior. You know, the addiction speaking, like those things, like where it's like, well, you know, if, if, if I beat myself up, I'm not worthy of treating myself good the next day. I'm not worthy of treating my body in a healthy way. So why should I do it? Yeah, it is, it is, it is a big thing for me. Um, I mean, I am getting better with it. Um, but I think it's just obviously... Because I feel like I was, I've, all, I've been, I, I feel like I've been, I've, like my life, I've always been bigger than, than like a, than a better size. 
So it's just that thing of, um, like you say, it's just not feel like it's just pull, pulling it into like your daily diet and not thinking that you've gone off track because you because obviously I've built it in um, because I've like built it in for um, like through the week Monday to Friday I've. I've lowered my calories to be able to do that at weekends. So it is structured, but it's just getting your head round that it is structured and not like a, a like you know, you've gone off track as such. And and I think giving yourself grace and all of that because realizing like these significant changes you've made have have only happened in eighteen months. You know, after a lifetime of habits. So it's about realizing that it, it's okay that it's going to take time to work on things. It's okay that it's going to take more than 18, you know, and, and this, there might even be someone out there who's listening, who started at the same way you did the same month that you did. And they're not where you're at right now. And they're thinking, well, what did I do wrong? What have I done? It's realizing that pacing is, is different for everyone. The, the things that you need to work on are different for everyone. And being okay with what you need to do and the time it takes for you is, is really important. And because you're not just, you're not racing towards a deadline. You know, you're racing towards the rest of your life. You're racing towards building these habits that are going to sustain you for years and decades to come, not just for the, even the next eighteen months. Yeah, it's like, like you say, it's a big, it's a, it's a big lifestyle change for me. And um, like you say, with with the with the progression thing, um, like I, I tell people, um, like aim for consistency over perfection. Any day, like consistently, consistency will win perfection any day of the week. Because I don't believe in perfection. Well, because no, no one's ever perfect. Even even the people exactly. that look like the they're pe- perfect pe- online, they're only putting up the yeah, pieces exactly. that make them look perfect. Like it's yeah, all, we, all, the, all they're only putting up what you want them to see. Right. It's uh, people say it all the time. Social media is a highlight reel, and it's realizing that it's it's the twenty four hours a day that you have that is more important than just the highlights. Like it's about what you're doing consistently, and and it, you know it even speaks to when you talked about you know your your progression in physical activity. You know, I remember. The first thing I did was I would walk from my front steps to a telephone pole and then back to my front steps, and that would wipe me out. But it, I had to do that consistently to be able to get to the point that I was walking around the block, that I got to a point that I could go to a gym. Like, you have to give it that honor the progression and not honor I want to be perfect. Because, I, you know, again, I talk about this a lot, I think, on here, but I think it's that desire to be perfect that allows us to not be perfect. You know, it's that you, we beat ourselves up when we're not perfect. And exactly. so then it's but like, well, why, there's no why such care? Thing as perfection. Right. Like, Oh, well, the diet didn't yeah. work. The workout didn't work. You know, none of these changes are working because I'm not perfect. And it's like, well, you know, it's not like you flip a switch and magically everything falls in line. It's, it's hard work, you know, going yeah, back to that. Work. Yeah. And, and going back to, you know, the idea of a stone rolling downhill, you know, you can't just you can't just stop it and break it. Like you're chipping away at things. You're working at seeing what works, what doesn't work, and being willing to try is so much more important than having all the answers. Like it's about being willing to look for those answers and find the ones that work for you. Yeah. Um I feel I think um yeah, I forgot what I was saying. Not to be fair, but yeah, I, I do agree with what. Yeah, I, I, sorry, mate. I do agree with what you're saying. Um, but I think um, trying. I'm trying to think what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get to say. Um, 
It's gone. I've right. it's gone. It'll come um, back. It, it's okay. It'll it can come. Yeah, it'll it, come back. It'll come back. It'll come back. I let's let's talk a little bit about like, you know, you, you've got a goal of where you want to get to. You know, around two hundred fifty pounds. Like, do you feel? Because this is something I think that people encounter too. You know, when they are significantly overweight and they're on a journey. You know, the first fifty pounds comes off way easier than the last fifty pounds. Like, oh, 100%. Yeah. Where is your, you know, what are your, you know, what do you think are the important things to think for you to be thinking about now, like to be focused on right now for you to help kind of keep your progression going? Um, so, yeah, so I'm just in like a routine. So um, my meals are prepped daily for work. Um, I'm, I think if I didn't prep my meals, uh, obviously, I set my day up is, uh, my breakfast and my meals at work are the same every day and then I have like flexibility at night so I don't really plan a meal at night I can just I just have what I fancy when I get home uh, but I think it's um, going back to like the uh, the fail to prepare prepare <coughs> fail to prepare prepare to fail um, strategy where I, like if I didn't take my meals to work then obviously you just setting yourself up probably to fail um so i prep my meals every day obviously i train every morning um i'll not go to bed unless i've done a minimum i mean i do i do average at minute probably 14 15 thousand steps but if i've not done ten thousand before but to be fair i know I, i'm at a stage now where i have done that but um if i do if i've not done ten thousand steps i will um I'll, not, I'll have to have a walk around a state because I can't go to bed without not doing it. But that's like that's my. I think same same with like your goals. I think as you progress in your journey, um, you set yourself like so. Like when I first started, I think I might have been doing three thousand steps a day, and obviously it's just gone on and on and on. So like at minute now, it's like a minimum ten thousand. Maybe another when I get down to my goal weight, maybe then I might even say. I'll not go to bed if I'm not in 12,000. One of the other pieces of, of your journey now is your desire to not, you know, to want to, you know, to come on this podcast and share your story. And you started your Instagram and, you know, kind of want to get, you know, the message out there of what is possible to people, you know, and support other people. Where do, where does that come from for you? So that come from, so what happened was uh, last, um, I think it was November last year. Um, so the, the Barnsley Barbell guy um, did like a bit of a motivational speech at a local hotel close to us. Um, and I met him, I remember meeting him for a coffee. Um, and obviously I knew, I knew he'd got this, um, this night, uh, like in his diary. Uh, and he said to me, um, how would you feel if I asked you to like open the night up with your story? And um, obviously, I was just like same again. I was sweating when he asked me, but but at the same time, I didn't hesitate. Normally, I would have said I would have said no, it's not for me. But I, I was like, Do you know what? I, I'm just going to start. I've got to a stage now where I'm, I'm starting to embrace what I've done. Um, so I, so I agreed to do it. Um, and I remember it was my first time standing up. I mean, literally, I went up first with Mike. Um, I wrote my notes down. Uh, and I had a bit of an epiphany. And, and, I, and 
And I said to myself, and I said to everybody in that room, if, if I can just inspire one person in this room to, to, to start their journey or um, to start the process, that's, that for me would have been my job done. Um, and, and obviously with Instagram, uh, some, of, some of my friends and family have been saying it for a few months, saying you ought to start doing one. And I'd put it off for a, for, for a while. Um, and then same again, I just thought, you know what, if, if I can just, where I'm from as well, there's been a lot of people lately like committing suicide and stuff. And I thought, you know what, if, if I can just help, if I can just help somebody, um, I mean, like, I mean, I've only been, I've, it's only been set up about a month and I've, I've probably had about six or seven direct messages of people. And I think it, it all, it gives me a bit of a buzz. You know what I mean? Just like, I just, I, I I've, I've got like, I'm quite passionate because if I know that somebody's in the position where I was, I feel like because I've been there, I feel like I can, I'm quite direct with messaging. Like I'm quite, I can, instead of going around the block with like an answer, I feel like I, I get like a good black and white message to somebody direct direct uh so that's where that's come from so i did so I, yeah so i did like a bit of a motivational speech myself in november last year um bag of nerves um but same again like i, I like the feeling of, of being uh getting comfortable being uncomfortable so my plan is is i'd like to do i said to him like if you do another one i'd love to do another one because i feel like i'd be a lot more calm and chilled mm-hmm. in this next one. Which you, you and I were, you and I were talking about. You and I were talking before we started recording. You know, just that idea that the more you share your story, the easier it gets to share it. You know, and the the more nuanced you get in terms of the points that you need to you need to bring to people and in the insight that you have. You know, I think that's really powerful. Yeah, uh, I mean, when I when I'd done, I think there were a few onions cut in that room that that night. That were, uh, were quite a powerful. They were a good. It were a good night, and I really enjoyed it. And I just and I thought, if like I say, if I could just, if I if I know that I've helped just one person. Uh, I mean, I, like I say, I, I have had messages after. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I had a message last week off a guy who'd. Uh, I think last year I I'd, there were a post that went round where I'm from. It were like I'd lost like ten stone in eight months, and just the two pictures side by side. Um. Well, just like a big difference then. Um, and he messaged me saying, like, you I've had two or three saying, like, I think one of the guys said he didn't I'd inspired him to start his journey and he lost three stone. Uh, awesome. so that for me, that for me, yeah, that for me just seals the deal for me. Yeah. And there's something about real stories that do that does inspire people or gives people an insight, you know, they connect to a piece of it and they hear something of themselves in another person's story. And it allows them to, you know, to have that hope in the place where they might not have it. You know, they see the possibility. They see the real work that people are doing. And, you know, it's, it's why I started this show was the idea that I, I, it wasn't to say I want to share a specific type of story. It's I want to share as many as possible so that someone hears something in it that they can relate to. And, and the amazing thing is, like, you know, I'll have you on, you know, a man who was, was 560 pounds sharing his journey. And there will be a woman who's 180 pounds who will be inspired by what you did. Like there's, there's, there's things on the, on the base human level that come through that experience of sharing story and learning from other people and not just, and I think sometimes, you know, human nature, it's to go to, 
I want to know exactly what you did so I can do exactly what you did the same exact way you did. And that I think is the fallacy. The, the reality is hear what other people have done. Take the pieces that apply to you. Use the value for your own journey, but be willing yeah. to fight, you know, take, take the through line message and every person who's been on the show that's been successful of they found the way for them. So it's possible for you to find a way for you. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I always say to people is, like, from from where from where I was to where I am now, like, like I'm just there's, there's nothing special about me. I'm just a normal person, and I always say, like, if if generally I believe if if I can do it, like, literally anybody can because mm. there's I, we're not special. We're just we've just we've just managed to get get through it, like. Mm-hmm. No, for sure, man. And and I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and and share your experience so that other people can can learn from you. And if if they are listening and they want to follow along with what you're doing and they want to connect or reach out, you know, where what what is your Instagram, man, so they can find you? Yeah, so it's uh half underscore the man. Uh, it's an open profile. Um and like I said, if anybody if anybody is feeling on that way out, or out, like I say, I'll uh, if they do message me or anything, like I say, I'll always message back. Or if they need a bit of advice or anything on that level, because like I said, we're all we're all in it together, aren't we? Oh, one hundred percent, man, one hundred percent. And I'm sure people will. And Jonathan, is is there anything in in your experience or anything you wanted to share today that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet? Uh, Not really. I think um, I think one of the things that sticks to me is um, so I've been to see um, a couple of surgeons uh, just to get a feel for obviously potentially having a tummy tuck maybe sometime back end of next year. Um, and obviously, when I when I went to see um, when I went to see the surgeon showing photos uh, uh, before. And, Obviously, like when I took my top off and stuff, and just the fact of like he, he said to me, um, I remember him like looking at me directly in my face, and he were like, "For what you've done, like without having surgery, um, like you you've done like nigh on impossible from where from where you've got to to where to where you are." But I just want to let people know that anybody else can do the same. If you put your mind to it, no, oh, for sure, man, and and I appreciate you sharing everything today. And what that is the message that I think people should take away. And and I'm excited for them to be able to follow. You know, for all of us, you know, I'm I'm glad we connected so I can watch what comes next for you and and see where that yeah. goes. And it's 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 an incredibly powerful well, thing, man. I reckon I'm open. Yeah, good, and I'm open. We can. Uh, do another one maybe when I get to my goal weight, which I'm hoping is going to be back end of this year, beginning of next year, we'll do another one. That'd be awesome, man. That would be awesome. I'd, I'd love yeah. that to have you back. One of the things I do yeah, do, too. man, is I end every episode with the same five questions I call the Fat Guy Five. Are you ready for your run through those questions? Oof. Hey, you've not told me about this one, have you? Yeah, uh, I haven't. Ca- catching, me off, catching, catching me off guard now. It's the, ra- it's the rapid fire end to the episode. Right, I'll try my best. Okay, man. Well, first one. Yeah. Question number one, living or dead man, who is your favorite fat guy? Oof. So, 
my favourite... F- well, it's a bit of both this, because this guy was inspired me, um, and I used to watch his videos. Um, so he was, te- he was technically fat, but he has overcome his own. So one for me, that answer would be Tyson Fury. I like it. Yeah. He's- so he technically, yeah, he was, but obviously... he. Like for what he's for what he's achieved and from where he's been to where he is now, like yeah, that's that's that was my motivation. There we go. There we go. Question number two, man. What is one lesson that being a fat guy has taught you? Um, <clears throat> that there's more to life, um, and that you can do a lot more when obviously you are able to. Hmm. That's a great one, man. Question number three, Jonathan, what, if there's someone out there listening who does want to get their journey started, what is one yeah. concrete thing they can do today to get started? Uh, one concrete thing to get started is just set your goals small. Um, reach out to somebody for help on the diet or nutrition. Um, and trust the process. That's great advice, man. Question number four, Jonathan, what is one thing about yourself that you love? About myself? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably my personality, and uh, I'm quite like a bubbly person when you get to know me. There we go. I like, I like, I like a good laugh, and I'm, I'm, I like a good uh, bit of banter. There we go. I like it, man. And question number five, last question I have for you today, man. What is one goal you have for the next year that is not health fitness or weight loss related? Uh, well, I'd probably say just to, um, like, same again, it, it do, well, it, it does come off at back of losing weight, but I've, this past 12 months have been like my best um, 12 months, like, you know, like being self-employed salary. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got, like my business has grown. Uh, took took on more work because I've been able to. Uh, so I just hope that that continues for the next nice. twelve months. I like it, man. That's a good thing. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much again for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you for having me, and I'm sure we will do another one because I will get to the two fifty mark. I Heck promise yeah. you. Heck yes, man! I can't wait to to see that happen. And everyone out there, go connect with Jonathan, and then you can also connect with me if you haven't already. I'm on Instagram as well at Gourmet Goes Keto. You can find me on Twitter under the same name. You can email the show at thefatguyforum at gmail.com. And then, my friends, remember, go out there today and do something to amaze yourself because you're the most amazing people I know. Then come on back and catch us here on the very next episode of the Fat Guy Forum. 